Hello, this is the Manifesting Your Dreams, a wedding industry podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Bickford. I'm a creative entrepreneur, a mom, and a wedding industry professional. When I started my wedding planning career, I had nothing, but I knew I had the edge to grow in this incredible industry and establish my name. I remember feeling and still do, I would do anything to be one of the best wedding planners in the world. This podcast is about establishing your goals and manifesting them into a thriving career in the wedding industry. It's also about my personal aspirations and struggles, hearing from other industry professionals and their experiences, and setting your ego aside so that you can attract and receive greatness. You can expect to hear from me each week. I will share with you actionable steps you can take to build a thriving business and connect with other incredible human beings in the wedding industry, no matter where you are. I started this podcast because I feel a great purpose to share my insights, encourage you to push through your comfort zone and help you elevate your mind to exceed your potential in the wedding industry. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and feel inspired as you go through this next chapter in your life. Now set your ego aside. It's time to manifest your dreams. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to have Renee Dallow on the show today. She is the founder of Moxie Bright Events and podcast host of Talk with Renee Dallow. Renee is a multi-passionate entrepreneur who infuses energy and purpose into everything she does. With 13 years of industry experience, she is a prominent educator, public speaker, and the only certified life coach in the wedding industry. Driven to inspire and educate, she helps ambitious event professionals boost their self-confidence and increase visibility to attract luxury clients and grow their business as bold, empowered entrepreneurs. On the show today, we talk about bringing your goals into fruition, getting through the first five minutes of meditation, chaotic journaling and what that means, and how she manifested being on prank panel with Johnny Knoxville. Here's my chat with Renee. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome Renee Dallow to the show. Woo. I'm so excited. How are you today? I'm waterlogged today. It is a rainy mess in LA, but I'm happy to be here. I'm dry now. I wasn't before. Um, And uh, I feel good. Thank you. Good. I know in Napa. So I'm in Napa. You're in LA. um, Over the weekend, we had like 50 mile per hour winds. And my fence is now broken. I mean, it's just like cr- crazy stuff happened. Um, but I didn't lose power. Thank. I mean, I knock. I'm knocking on things. I have not either. Um, I'm pretty sure there's like a flood in the garage, but I don't go out there. That's my husband's situation to figure out. So like, he was like, like this morning, he's like, I go to the garden. I was like, okay, bye, have fun out there. Yeah, know. you're like, I, I'm going to be on a podcast today. Okay, like, I'm really thanks, bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, you are multifaceted. Let me just say, I wrote down a list. Nice way to say I have ADHD because I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I wrote down Moxie Bright Events, That's which right. is your wedding planning company. Yes. And you have a podcast, I which I want everyone to hear about. And then you have Conference Confident. Yeah. And then I think you were on a show called Prank Panel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All these things are true. Yeah. I also have a <laughs> membership and a, yeah, it's a lot. Um, I like to be busy mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also feel like being multifaceted in, 
immediately get on my soapbox. When you're a man and you're multifaceted, they call you like brilliant. When you're a woman, they're like, can you focus on one thing? No, I cannot. I have, I contain multitudes. No one looks at Steve Martin and goes like, are you an actor or a musician or a stand-up or a magician? Mm -hmm. Nobody does that to him. They're like, oh my God, he's amazing. But Mm -hmm. somehow for women, sometimes I'm not saying this happens all the time, but sometimes I get a little bit of like, so what do you like the most? Right. All of it. So why can't I do all of it? You know? Exactly. That's how I feel. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Cute. Okay. Ah, she's holding my up the cup, everyone. You who are only seeing my my assistant um, for Christmas bought me this Taylor Swift like sippy cup, basically, and it's just her in all her different costumes from various eras, and um, I use it every day now. I love it. Perfect. Well, I was just gonna say that she gets a bad rep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, reputation Taylor's oh. version. When is it coming? Sorry. A bad rep for being multifaceted and right. changing genres. And right. I feel like as women, we have to reinvent ourselves every year or every season. Yeah. You know, I'm in a point right now where I just spent a ton of money on a website design last year. Guess what? I'm changing the website. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it though. I'm here for reinvention. You know, I think especially as we get older, so I'm like older in the wedding industry. Like I'll just say it. I've been around for a while and I'm approaching in a couple of years, I'll be 50, the big five zero. You do and not like, look 50. Well, thank you. I spend a lot of money on skincare. Uh, I think that as we get older, just as a woman in the world, right, in order to stay relevant, um, we have to keep creating. We have to keep staying curious about what's happening around us, right? We can't, I won't fade away. I just won't. I have no interest. <laughs> Yeah, same, same. I don't know how, I I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing what I'm doing. Tongue twister. Right. But like you, you have so many different avenues. And I think maybe we're not saying we're busy, but we just have a lot of interest. Yeah. And that's what keeps life exciting. I have this podcast. I have Roke events. I'm Mm -hmm. launching a luxury photography retreat company with Emily Lee. I mean, it's just like, okay, what else can I do? Yeah. And for me too, it's a lot about like listening to the people that are in my community and, and or seeing opportunity where there's a need. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the conference confident that you mentioned, um, that is a, a, a brand that I have with a co-owner, Amber Anderson from Refine for Wedding Planners. Um, it's we co-own Conference Confident together. And we basically years ago, we you know we go to Wedding MBA every year. I've been a speaker there for gosh, I think this is like I think this year will be my seventh or eighth year. Seven no, eighth. This is be my eighth year. Um and we started realizing that although Wedding MBA is a huge conference in our industry, it's a you can really go. I don't know. Have you been to Wedding MBA? No. Always wanted to go. So it's like five or 6,000 people every year. And it's a tremendous amount of education, but it's all like 45 minutes long, right? So right. if you are an attendee, you if you immerse yourself, you're getting so much education. And then you go home, probably never open your notebook again and think like, well, that didn't change anything in my business. So yeah. Amber and I were talking to our communities and they were saying that. They were saying like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go again. I didn't really get a lot out of it. And we're like, whoa what do you mean? And they're like, well, I took a lot in, but I just didn't do anything with it. And so I were like, okay, we're going to do something about that. So we launched Conference Confident, which is basically, um, it's like an implementation day that we do after Wedding MBA is over. So Wedding MBA is like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Conference Confident is that Thursday. And you know, you you buy into it, you know, like you enroll. We do a lot of pre-work. So we get you ready for the conference in like Zooms and with a ginormous, like 75 page workbook. And then we 
all go through Wedding MBA together. Then on Thursday, we meet and we get to work. We implement because wow, people aren't doing it, right? You're going home. And of course, you're getting back to your life. And then what we auditionally did for Conference Confident, because it's me and I'm an extrovert, is like now we have a Monday night party that mm-hmm. is just for anyone who wants to buy a ticket who's coming to sort of make this 5,000, 6,000 person conference feel a little bit more manageable. So the party's only 200 people. So we're really trying to put like this, I don't want to say it this way, but almost it feels like a luxury skin on top of Wedding MBA, which is like for everyone. We're like, if you want to do it a little bit more intentionally, come do it with us. And that whole thing was just born of us listening. Love that. So how many people attend Conference Confident? No more than 20. Okay. I kind of love that. Yeah. We limit it to 20 because we really want to do the work. Like yeah. we're really asking like, what did you take away? We're sharing notes. We're also on Voxer together all week. So it's a, it's a lot of like, who's going to David Tutera's? Okay. Save me a seat. You know what I mean? Is anyone yes. going to that one about SEO? No, I, well, I'm going, I'll share my notes. Like it's really a way to sort of maximize, but yeah, any more than 20 and we feel like it's just too many people to give everyone the attention that, that they would. And then it's a mini MBA. It is. And we do breakfast and lunch together. We work all day. It's like nine to five. And then everyone usually just flies home that night. It's great. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. That's actually amazing. Um, I I like it because it creates that little community. Instead of like overwhelming of 5,000, 6,000 people, you're like core 20 right here. Yeah. And wedding MBA can be really overwhelming. I mean, when I, before I was a speaker, the first, the only, I went once and then I finagled my way into, that's a whole other story, into being one of the speakers. But um, I remember thinking like, oh, if I were newer in business, this would feel like drinking from a fire hose. Mm -hmm. And some people love that. But most people, especially now, post pandemic, I think, you know, so many people are, are, are realizing that they're a little neurodivergent, they don't learn the same way that traditional learning has taken place. And so you need um, that focus, I think. And that's, and that's what we do with Conference Confident. And this year will be our fourth year doing Conference Confident. So we're just, we, it's a labor of love. We, we love, like, we love it. We plan for it all great. year. It's like two days, right? But we plan for it all year. <laughs> Have you ever thought of doing it after an Engage Summit? You know, we have thought about it. Um, we absolutely have thought about it. We've thought about doing it after, um, uh, what's it called? The special event or like Cater Source as well. Mm-hmm. We just don't know if we have the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because I mean, and honestly, because we do it in Vegas every year, Vegas is so expensive. So like, we really have to, but we've thought about it. And actually this year we are kind of flirting with the idea of kind of going on the road, uh, like USA and doing, um, this su- kind of sub brand that we're calling confident bosses about like how to do a CEO day, like how to really like lead your team. Cause that is complicated. Like once you get into growth with a wedding, especially planning business, like it's complicated to then become the boss when you've always been the doer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love this. Yeah. And again, that's just listening. You know, we're listening to people. So Yeah. Well, I attended a gate engage, my first engage. Which one? Which where did you go? Uh Boca, Raton. Oh, Boca. I went to my first one was twenty nineteen. It was Nazuk. Oh wow. Yeah. And it was yeah. great, but it was a lot. Um, was that like the five hundred person? No, I don't think we had five hundred people. I just didn't know what, I knew what to expect in like the luxury aspect of it, but I didn't, um, no one really was like, no one really told me that like the thing about Engage, at least in my experience, and you can tell me if it was the same for you, was that a lot of the 
the networking happened. A lot of the connection happened during the parties and the lunches and the pool and the breakfasts. And I was thinking like, I'll go to the education and be a good little student. And that kind of wasn't the vibe there. And I didn't figure that out until like the last day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was no, like, it's actually cool. true. It's like, that's, that's... People to like go on my podcast. And I was like, I should have been doing this every day. What was I doing? Yeah. So basically I went to Boca knowing one person that was going, Ben Finch, uh, amazing photographer based out of Tennessee. And if he didn't take me under his wing, to be honest, and like introduce me to two people and then those two people grew and then grew and then I had my niche of female amazing badasses and yeah. then we stuck together, got on a group chat, then they entry- – like it, I met so many people and so many of those people now are going to be on my podcast and that's how I'm like really like yeah. getting the return yeah. on the investment. Is about the people and about the relationships that happen after. But I will yeah. say that like, you know, and this was 2019, pre-pandemic. Um, I remember there was one lunch where like I had so many high school, like horrible flashbacks of like being the yes. kid that no one wanted to sit with, even though yes. I was there with a friend, but for whatever reason, like we just didn't sit together. And I approached this table of, of women who clearly all knew one another. And I said, is anyone sitting here? And they were like, <gasps> I know. And I was like, Oh, and, and it was literally like, they said, you can't sit with us. And the rest of the week I was like, who were those bitches? I figured out who they were. Um, but I, it literally was that moment of just like, we've all paid so much money to be here. We've all taken time out of our lives to be here. Like, can we just be a little kinder to each other? Yeah. And, and that is one of the things that I always come back to with Conference Confident or anything I want to do is just like, we need to just be a little more welcoming to one another. Like I wasn't Absolutely. trying to be anyone's best friend. I just needed a place to eat my chicken and salad. Yeah. That is heartbreaking. I'm so sorry that you had that experience. It's okay. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grown up and it's fine, but I also wanted to be like, how many people do I have to know in this industry before I'll get a seat at a lunch table? Are you kidding? Well, you know what they're doing now? And I don't know if this was the same for you, but we had assigned seats. Probably there was a seating chart. There was a seating (laughs) chart. And so every experience I was sitting next to someone new. That makes so happy. I had a place and it forced all of us to break out of our comfort zones and just get to know other people out of our little tight knit community. I mean, that's what it's about. That's entrepreneurship at its core. Just getting over yourself, getting out of your own way. Right. right? And like going for it. Right. Right. None of us are going to be successful sitting in our homes. I mean, maybe not with Zoom, but like, you know what I mean? We have to kind of get out and get and just sort of do the brave thing every now and then, mm-hmm. whether that's like posting a reel or TikTok or like sitting with someone you don't know at lunch or going to engage or going to wedding MBA. Like we have right. to leave our safe shores, you know? Absolutely. To grow. Yeah. 100%. Grow yourself and grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's impossible to grow yourself and not see something significant happen in your business. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really do believe like entrepreneurship, this entire 13 years that I've been doing this, it's just a, an exploration of self, like the work, of course, the work has to be good and you have to grow in your work. But again, like if you're working on yourself, everything else will grow. If you're not working on yourself, you're going to be in the same place you were 10 years ago because you haven't done the work. Yes. The work. Yeah. I so agree with that. I feel like I got goosebumps when you said that. (laughs) Can we expand on 
self self growth and um, self care because yeah. it, it kind of just it all ties in. If you're happy, mm-hmm. your business is happy. If you're not happy, yeah. you're going to be struggling on a day-to-day basis yeah. trying to be the best you can for your clients. And they're going to notice that, I think, if you're not happy. Oh, 100%. And they won't really know what it is, but they'll think like something's off, right? Um, I think like self-care, that term kind of overused and we don't really know what it means anymore right like you say self-care yes. and people are like well do you get bubble ba- take bubble baths you get a massage I'm like, yeah <laughs> i do those things but i also you know i drink like a gallon of water a day and i take my vitamins and i journal and i meditate and like i wish that there was a shortcut right i wish i could say like oh you know what in order to you know have a calmer nervous system just think your way through it no you guess you have to meditate i'm sorry i don't know what else to tell you like it works right, right? it like, does work works and, and everyone's like oh I don't want to journal I'm like yeah but five minutes a day really is going to change your whole outlook on your life and I know I know you don't want to but I also know that it really works for me it's very much about my habits if I'm if my habits are off um then I feel it I know right I can mm-hmm. tell I can tell just in my how I wake up in the morning I'm like oh right I'm like I gotta get back to my habits you know I travel a lot um one of the other things I do is I'm a public speaker and so I travel and like last year um, I went to go speak in St. Lucia at the Global Romance Travel Summit. It was like for travel agents, you know, fascinating, by the way. Travel agents, whole same problems as wedding pros. Interesting. Clients don't know what they do. Clients don't know what they're paying for. Contact them all kinds of crazy times. These women were getting text messages in St. Lucia about a client who was in the Maldives. Like it was, I was like, oh, you're just like us. But the travel to St. Lucia from LA is a little bit gnarly. You know what I mean? Like it was not an easy travel. Sure. And so when I came home, I just was really out of sorts. I was like dehydrated and I've been eating, oh, yeah. I've been eating like I was on a vacation. Uh, <laughs> and I really came home and I, my husband's like, you know, what's your schedule like tomorrow? And I was like, I just took it off. And he's like, you've been gone for over a week. And I was like, but I need a reset day to like eat vegetables and go out, get on the Peloton and just do nothing all day. Yes. Like. Creative people need space. We need space for our thoughts. We need space for our wellness. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're taking. I, I mean, I know I I wasn't the first, I don't know, seven, eight years of my business, Same. right? I would like work all day, make dinner, work all night, fall yes. asleep from my laptop, wake up, do it again the next day, then go in, and then networking pre-pandemic. Right. I was out every single night. So like, I was really just that phrase, like burning the candle on both ends. Like that was me. And then I couldn't figure out why I couldn't lose weight. I gained a lot of weight in entrepreneurship. Like for sure, I gained 10 pounds a year, like every year I'd be like, oh, okay. Um, And I couldn't understand why my nervous system was a wreck and I didn't even have the words for it. Right. But I was just always anxious. I had an eye twitch. I would get sick all the time, you know, and these things like when, when you're existing in this heightened state all the time, your body just goes, okay, well, this is our new normal. Let's figure it out. And it's not, that isn't normal. That isn't how you should feel every day. You right. shouldn't feel like you're grasping to get things done every day. Um, so I just needed to do the work for myself and like figure out literally how to get better. And it's very boring, but it is ritual. It is habit. You know, it's taking for me a really soft morning. Like I'm not a morning person. I'm not a 5am. Are you? No. <laughs> But I do have a five-year-old. Oh, so you have to get up. And I'm a single mom. So 50% of the time. I do get to sleep in sometimes. Okay, that's good. 
I mean, I don't have a child, so I understand that I'm coming from a place of privilege. I do have a cat who's really like annoying. Like she literally gets on my head at like 6 a.m. And I'm like, no, but, but I also now make myself go to bed earlier. Right. Like I used yes. to be a one, a, a one or two a.m. or now I'm like, last night at 9 30, I was like, peace out. And Joe's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just going to go lay in bed and read. And then like, yeah. I was, at, I was asleep by 10 30 and it's boring, but it's effective. It's like, so great. I feel so much better. Yes. Um, and so, I don't, we've like in our industry, we really don't spend any time or attention on this because we are taught to put our clients first. And I think that's, can I cuss on the show? Sure. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> we cannot put our clients first and expect to run a sustainable business for years and years because you will burn out. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. It, it's the, um, the grind, 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 grind. grind. If I grind harder, I'll yeah. make more money. If I grind harder, I'll get yeah. more clients. I burned out and I am sorry if I'm the only one to say this in the wedding industry. I probably am not. But COVID made us take a step back. We literally lost our jobs. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially in California. Oh my gosh. And I was like, um, one, you know, stress was like, are we never going to do this again? How are we making money, et cetera. But like everything just stopped Yep. and it, and it allowed us to reassess our business and how we operate. Yep. I'm not doing 25 weddings anymore per year. I have 12 this year. I love that for you. And I'm so happy about it. I love that for you. Right. Yeah, COVID was a good reset. I mean, I hate to say it because a lot of people that was it was dangerous and people lost their lives. And thankfully, anyone who didn't uh, maybe learned a little something. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, because I had a, a little baby education brand before the pandemic, I just leaned real into that. Like I that's why I became a life coach, because I was like, I have all this time. People are coming to me for coaching. I don't have any actual skills like I have instinct, but that's not enough. Mm -hmm. So I spent three years becoming a life coach. I just got, I got certified last year, um, which was a massive undertaking, but also it felt right in that moment. I, during the pandemic, I think what happened to me, I don't know about you, was I really was able to just follow my instincts, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't, there was nothing else to do. So it's like, well, what can we create? What can we, how can we help? Um, right. It was kind of a gift. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. this is a manifestation podcast. Mm. and. It is in that religious, spiritual business category. And I love that you meditate and that mm. you believe in it. Oh, yeah. So can you just tell me a little bit more about how you meditate? Do you use an app? What are your journal prompts or what do you journal every day? How can, how can you help us? What can we do? Oh, I will say I'm a born and raised New Yorker. So meditation does not come naturally to me. Like yeah. I, I live in LA and I've been here for over 20 years now. So I feel like, you know, not, now I'm a nice balance of like the woo woo LA versus like this cold and cynical New Yorker. But um, I turned to meditation because I didn't know what else to do. You know, I knew that I was feeling super unsettled. Uh, I, I sometimes describe it as like bees under my skin, you know, like I was feeling yeah. kind of angry and kind of like all the time, Ooh. like, you know, like just annoyed with everything and everyone and just at my level, you know, this top level all the time. I was like, I can't live like this. And uh, during the pandemic, we got a Peloton and the Peloton has an app. I, I, I will tell you, like, I'm not, not doing anything so revolutionary. Peloton has meditations on their, on their app. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now I'm up to about 15 minutes, but I started at five and I started Mm -hmm. at, I would, I'll say this, a, a really bad five minutes, right? Like sometimes I say to people like, oh, well, you should meditate. Like, well, I'm not good at it. I'm like, no one's supposed to be good at it. You have to start quote unquote badly. Sometimes I would meditate for five minutes and maybe only get a minute in there where I would actually was concentrating. But if you never start, you're never going to get to the place where you actually can close your eyes and go, okay, I'm just going to take a minute. Mm-hmm. And now it's 10 minutes or 15. It really depends on what's going on. A lot of times um, I try to meditate every morning, like basically wake up and do this whole like sort of morning stack of habits. But if for some reason I wake up late or something else takes precedence, I now have the awareness. Um, and this, t- this does happen more often than I would like it to, but like, I'll be in my inbox and I'll get an email from a client that's so triggering. Mm-hmm. And instead of just sitting there with it, I will just get up from the desk and go in my room and meditate for five minutes. Cause I'm like, there is no part of me that wants to in this frame of mind that can answer this kindly. And like my clients are great, but you know, we all have those, those emails that are just, I don't know how to say it. They're just triggering, right? They're just like coming back on something that you've already explained or they're wanting to change their mind about something for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. I just got to walk away and meditate about it. I cannot sit here and try to think my way through a mm-hmm. bad feeling. Mm-hmm. I won't do it anymore because for me, I just know it doesn't work. So again, right. it's really simple. It's a Peloton app, but if you don't have that, the Calm app, really great. Love the Calm app. Yeah. Love. I know there's another one called Headspace that one of my friends use. Yep. They really love that. We'll really, there's that. so many little apps. Five minutes, it'll do you a world of good. Even if you're only ever doing it when you get that that trigger, it's still going to change the game, 100%. Absolutely. Um, for my journaling, so it's interesting, right? I, so I have this membership called Better, uh, and every day we, we text our members a journaling prompt that's about the theme of the month. So this year, uh, this month, rather, we're in visibility, is, our, is Better Visibility. So all the journaling prompts are about that, and the members can take it or leave it, right? Sure. My journaling is a little bit more chaotic in that when I wake up, I generally have about 9 million ideas mm-hmm. and or things I need to get done today. It's very important. And that's, that's garbage, and I need to get it out. So for me, it's more of like a, it feels like a brain dump. Sure. And sometimes it just starts with the, the most important thing I need to do today is because my brain would likes to tell me that like these things are an emergency, right? Mm, okay. That's not really true. Picking up my dry cleaning is not an emergency, but my brain <laughs> first thing in the morning is like, what are you doing? Get out of bed. You have to go do things. Yes. I'm an Enneagram three. So I just need to get that garbage out. The thing that I do find fascinating and I don't know, Raquel, do you journal? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you do this thing? Maybe this is just me where I will like be mad about something or annoyed about something or, or really just in my feelings about something day after day after day, I will start writing like laundry, da, da, da. And then I'd be like, and then that one thing someone said to me, and I will literally write about it until I'm so sick of it that either I do something about it or I just let it go. Uh huh. But I have to sort of write my way through it now. Yeah. And it's, that's the power of the journaling where you're like, if there's this thing that's really like in your craw, like just write it out. Eventually it will leave. At least that's been my experience. Yeah. I mean, I'll touch back on journaling in a second, but um, I have been on the Mind Valley app. Hmm. Now this is life changing. For anyone who wants to have a little bit more of an investment, I think I paid like $400 for the year, but there are so many different programs that you get to access Mm. under Mind Valley. 
my favorite thus far is the art of manifestation. Oh. I'm gonna but- butcher her last name, Regan Hillier. Okay. She was recently on the cover of Harper's or Vogue for the Queen of Manifestation. And she, you'll go into these quests and it's videos of her. And it took me like three months to get through these quests. But it's, she talks about the process and then she guides you through an eight minute uh, meditation. I like guided meditation. Me too. I've tried the headspace, the calm, where it's like, it feels just like a timer to me with some mm-hmm. peaceful yeah. music in the background. And if I don't have someone guiding me through this process, you know mm-hmm. what I'm going to be doing. I've got to go pick up the dry cleaning. I've got yep. to do this. I've got to do the timeline for that client. Oh yep. yeah, that girl texted me and now I have to get back to her. Yeah. So if yeah. you're if you're that person where you're like I can't sit there for five minutes, mm-hmm. maybe try a guided med- man- uh, blah, blah, blah. meditation. <laughs> yeah, guided meditation is uh, beautiful, and we actually um, this is like so I I actually record one every month for our members. Um, <gasps> it's my voice, so I don't meditate to it because it's my own voice. But maybe I should. Um, but every it's it's all on the theme of whatever the month is, and I. I started doing it for the members because so many of them are resistant to meditation and mm-hmm. they're like, well, I just, I just can't sit there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I don't think a lot of people know about guided meditation because you aren't just sitting there. You right. are giving yourself over to the voice and it's guiding you and you're visualizing. And if you lose it, you just come back to the words, right? right. It's so powerful. Um, you, I'm sure you've done the future me, right? Like you in five years, you in 10 years. Oh, Yes. Yes. And I do one every year. I actually actually do it with Conference Confident People every year. I do it myself at least once a year. And so that one is just one that I'm like, if you need a starter guided meditation, just find one called Future You. Yes. Just There's a million of them, but it's the same sort of structure where it really makes you sort of go to a different place, right? You're not sitting in your house. You're you talking to a future version of you. And I'll tell you, as far as um, manifestation goes, every time I do that one, uh, in one of the ones that I, one of the, you know, there's many different scripts, um, but the one I do most often, your future, you gives you a gift mm-hmm. every single year, whatever the gift is, I end up finding it in the world. Yes. When you're with a golden fortune cookie, does such a thing exist? It does because I have it on my desk now. Like it, it doesn't, whatever far-fetched weird thing, I always somehow find it without looking in life in that year and go, oh my God, I have to buy this. This is my thing every year. And that's, the tip of the iceberg for manifestation. Oh, it is tip for sure. Yeah. I literally, um, a few months ago, I did in my journal prompt, it was like, let's let's play with the universe this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like the universe to bring to you? And I was like, a bouquet of flowers. I didn't have a boyfriend, no husband. Ha. There yeah. ain't no man in my life that was going to give this to me. And I literally got an email from a floral company, uh, Flowers Valley, randomly, I don't know who they are, emailed me and said, hey, Raquel, we love your work on Instagram and would love to deliver a bouquet of flowers to you to your doorstep at home. That week, it was like four days later. And I was like, hello, universe. Thank Uh you. I love it so much. I love it so much. If you want to know, know my biggest manifestation trick, 
So um, every January, so I do all my goal setting in January because I have this whole thing about how December is like for rest and, and I'm not the same me that I am. Like I got to wait for January because that's like new me. Right. So I do all my very in in depth work and then I make a vision board that goes on my cell phone and it is, it is the wallpaper on my cell phone. And so, because I look at this thing 9 million times a day, Mm -hmm. combination of photo and video, Mm -hmm. I mean, photo and, uh, sorry, photo and words. And I have very specific criteria for this cell phone wallpaper is that all the photos that I choose have to be point of view first person. So like, as if I'm looking at it through my eyes uh-huh. and, I'll, and I'll, this all comes full circle. Cause this brings me to prank panel. <laughs> so pre pandemic, um, I was involved in a pilot of a TV show that was supposed to go to Netflix. That was like for weddings. Of course, the pandemic happened and the whole thing was canceled, but I've had it on since then I've had it on my vision board every year to be on a TV show. Now my vision of it is is a little different. But what I put on my vision board that year when I filmed Prank Panel was a photo of a TV camera being pointed at me. Right? <gasps> so it wasn't uh it wasn't like uh like a wide angle yes of a TV show being filmed over there. It yeah. was like a camera pointed at me, right? That's what I mean by like point of view first person. And I put it on the board in January having zero idea of what that would be right January um and I put a lot of things on the vision board that year that came true but that was one of the ones that I could not see coming now granted circumstantially is it more likely that I'd get that opportunity than other people sure I live in LA and my husband's a tv producer great but I could not have known because what ended up happening was uh, my husband works in hidden camera a lot he works with he did punked for many years he works with Johnny Knoxville and that crew Love it. But we did not know in January that Johnny Knoxville would be on a show for ABC that my husband would be the consulting producer of and that they would do a they would do a, an episode about a wedding. Oh, what ended up happening is that in the writing room, they were talking about all these pranks they would play at a wedding. And my husband said none of that would happen like that. Mm-hmm. And they were playing a prank on an actual wedding officiant who I happen to know. And my husband said, you probably should talk to my wife. She's a very well-known wedding planner in LA. You, you need a consultant here. Like you, you guys are not, this isn't. Yeah. So the, so the, the, the associate producers called me, we were on the phone for like two hours. And then the next version of the script that came out had my name in it. Like, oh, that, and then Renee says this and Renee says this. So my husband comes home and he goes, you know, they wrote you into the show. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, they wrote you into the show. And I was like, well, I mean. I did help them write the show, right? Like I helped them with the, with the beats. And he's like, no, no, you're in the show. Didn't audition. You're like, how am I in the show? Didn't audition. Didn't even say to anyone. I, you know, I've been on TV, like didn't say anything. They had no idea who I was except Joe's wife and, and a well-known, like a a wedding planner, quote unquote, well-known wedding planner, right? I filmed the show. I actually filmed the show the day after I got back from doing a speaking gig in Fiji. Like my girl, you, you have never seen a more tired kitten than this one. I was like, cover me in makeup, please. Like, I don't even know what day it is. Cause Fiji's like a whole day. Yeah. Behind. Oh anyway. yeah. Um, and I filmed the TV show and then, and that was in 2022 and it premiered in 2023. Um, and I mean, I'm on one episode. Did it change my life? No, it was, it was really fun to do and I'm glad I did it and it was yeah. good for visibility, but like it was on the vision board. Wow. And it happened despite all things who was you know it was just 
not planned. None of it was planned. None yes, of it was yes. planned. And then the funniest thing, like my favorite part of the day actually was like, so shooting that hidden camera show was actually very complicated because um, you had, there were 16 cameras, right? And so in addition to like running the the person who the prank was being played on through the experience, I also had to make sure to not stand in front of any of the cameras, make sure she wasn't in front of any of the cameras, make sure she could see the bits. It was actually technically very complicated, but I used to be an actor. So I'm mm-hmm. very comfortable on sets, but I didn't tell them that. They didn't know that. Right. At, afterward, when the prank was played, was, it went off really well. And, and everyone went to the bar afterwards, of course. And I was with my husband. And um, one of the guys turned to me and he's like, really quietly, he goes, so you're an actor, right? And I'm like, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm a wedding planner. He's like, no, no, no. But he's like, you're telling them you're a wedding planner, but you're actually an actor. And I was like, no, I'm actually a wedding planner. And I used to be an actor. And he's like, I could tell. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I turned to my husband and he goes, that's the lead camera guy. And I was like, oh, like that compliment coming from him, like meant so much more because I'm like, oh, you were really watching us. Um, and that just made me feel so good. Right. Because it's like. We are a sum total of all the things we've done in our lives up to yes. this point. We bring everything with us. And it was right. just that moment of like, everything just kind of came to fruition, you know? And that's funny because that's my word of the year this year, fruition. Isn't that funny? But yeah. the panel was not expected. Uh, and it was such a gift. It was such a lovely, fun thing to get to do. But I just believe in putting those things that you want front and center. That's why it's on my phone. I look at the phone 9 million times a day. Absolutely. Almost every year, everything on that little board comes to pass in some version. I'm doing it. Do it. I have a vision board um, in my spare room, and that's where I work out. Mm. So like when I'm like having a hard time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be bride's best wedding planner. I'm going to be featured in Vogue. And I just, you know... Yes. I'm going to make X amount of dollars per year. I even wrote a check out to myself from my business to myself of how much I want to make. So it's just like, if it's on my phone though. It's on your phone. You'll see it a lot. Super powerful. Jim Carrey did that before he was famous. He wrote himself a check. I think it was for like $2 million. Yes, he did. Yeah. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, I know people like to say like, that doesn't work. I'm like, it doesn't work because you've never done it. It also doesn't work because you don't believe in it. If you don't believe in it, it wouldn't come true anyway. Right. Law of attraction. Exactly. Once you do it and you see how powerful it is and you're like, well, of course it works. And then you feel, I feel a little bit silly for all the people who like, it doesn't work. I'm like, "Mm, you know what though? Fine. If you want to live in that life where you don't believe and you just think that everything is just day to day to day to day and you're not like there's not something guiding you or you're not guiding yourself mm-hmm. I also think we have to like uh, we don't have to I like to really lean into my like intuitive just like things that pop up right when I was making my vision board last year 2023 um you know I just do it on canva and I'd like look for images and I was like sure. kind of looking around and someone, something in my head said like tarot cards. Now I'm not a tarot card person. I don't know how to read tarot cards, but something in my mind said like, you should get a tarot card reading this year. Like that'd be fun. Yeah. So I looked up tarot cards and then there was this, um, uh, something with cups, right? The, the nine of like cups a, or something. Yeah. There's a, there's a card that has cups on it and yeah. something about it was like, yeah, I'll put that on the board. Cut to, uh, it was October. I think it was pre-wedding MBA. Yeah, it was October. And I was invited to this like launch of a new catering company. A good friend of mine branched out from his old company, went off on his own, did this little lunch. So I went, there was a tarot card reader there. 
I was like, oh, if she's not busy, maybe I'll sit down. During lunch, I look over and nobody's there. So I make my way over there and I sit down and she said, oh, I'm so glad you sat down. I've been feeling your energy all afternoon and I was actually going to, I was going to make you come over, but I didn't know maybe if it was weird. And I was like, no, I'm into it. Tell me what's going on. Do you know the first card cups? And I went, and she goes, what does it mean? And I go, I don't know, but it's been on my vision board all year. And then she explained it to me and she was like, that's a perfect card for where you are right now. And I was like, this is wild and weird. Love it. But also expected because because (laughs) this is how it goes. It was on your vision board. Mm -hmm. I know this. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to connect with you on all this. I am just, I hope everyone listening is just like, yes, I'm going to go do a vision board now. I'm going to think of the law of attraction. I'm going to look at you know, meditation apps that work best for me. And you know what? Start journaling, whatever you feel like. Just, you know, we all have these books. We've these little journals we've been given at every conference we've ever been to. I know they're all sitting empty in your office somewhere. Oh, Just yeah. grab one and grab a good pen. I like this one. I always have to have the good pen. I like a pen with a lot of ink. Yeah. And just write down what's in your brain. You don't have to, it's not, no one's going to read it. It doesn't have to be some like opus, you know, magnificent thing. No, it's just your, it's just like your your lizard brain, just writing down some stuff. Absolutely. Get it out. Any, any last words of advice to people in the wedding industry listening to this episode? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, everyone likes to try to predict the year like, oh, this year is going to be the boom. This year is going to be a reset. We have no... We have no idea. Let go. Mm -hmm. Just let go of all of that. Focus on yourself a bit. It'll come. Whatever you need will come. But like all of this forecasting and pushing and pulling. Renee, I needed to hear that. Ah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I really needed to hear that because it's like, all right, I'm pushing the new website and you know, we're we're going a different direction now. Instead of just luxury, we're ultra ultra luxury and this, and then I'm gotta get this and that. and it's yeah. and and there's this eighty twenty rule where yeah. if you put twenty percent effort into the things that you want and let eight the universe take eighty percent of that, yep, success. That is what's gonna guide us. And I've got to remember this. It's so hard. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you're, if, if that's your intuitive pull, right. To go in that new direction, then go, but just yeah. sort of try to go gently on yourself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Try to go gently on yourself. And then my other piece of advice for this year, cause I just know this is true always is the more visible you can be like authentically showing up, whatever that means. Right. That could just mean showing up at a networking event or engage or wedding MBA or just on a TikTok, Right. You will always get benefit from that. Mm-hmm. I've never showed up and been like, well, that was a mistake. Like ever. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an introvert extrovert. And so some of these industry, like local industry events, even at the last second when I'm like trying to get in my car to go, I'm like, I just, I I don't want to go. And then every time I go, I'm like, happy that I went. Yep. Exactly. It's like going to the gym. Oh yeah. Not that I go to the gym. It's like getting on the Peloton where you're like, I don't want to. And then have when you're on it, you're like, this is the best. Why don't I do this all day, every day? Our brains like to play tricks on us. We just have to like do it despite, you know? You're right. So learn right. to let go, trust the universe. Let's all put little vision boards on our phones. And have do the it. best 2024 ever. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. We, check back in. we should check back in in December with each other and just see how, like, see. If, I'll be if on your show. Yes. Oh, do it, do it, do it. 
Yeah. Wait, wait. wait. Tell everybody what your show is. My show is called Talk with Renee Dallow. Because I like to talk. Um, And it's every Thursday and we cover a wide range of business topics. Um, And we dabble in like a little self-care too. You know, like it's a little bit, I call it like a little bit of popcorn. Like sometimes talking about SEO, sometimes talking about single parenting, sometimes talking about meditation. Like we just cover it all. I love it. And we can find you everywhere. Apple, Spotify. All the places. The whole thing. How many episodes do you have? We're in our fourth year. So we have like 200 and something. Yes. Yeah. A lot. I'm launching episode nine tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so I glad that literally, I don't know how this happened, but I I'm so. It was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much. And then how can, how can we find you? What's where, where do you want to direct us to go? Um, on Instagram, I'm at Renee Dallow. My website is Renee Dallow. Everything is Renee Dallow. Except for TikTok, there was already a Renee Dallow. I don't know. And so now I have to be the Renee Dallow over there. I was going to be like, the real Renee Dallow. I should. I was like, who has it? My husband's like, was it you? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Anyway, my TikTok is an experiment in other things. I'm doing like, I'm doing sort of whatever I want over there, like talking about skincare and just like other interests, but um, it's kind of fun and just, it's a creative experiment right now. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I can't wait to stay connected with you. You are an amazing human being. Oh gosh. So are you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys, that episode filled my soul. This is our reminder to be open to the universe and expect good things to happen to us. Put the 20% effort into manifesting what you want in life and let the universe handle the rest. We've got this. Thank you so much, Renee. You are truly an incredible human being, and I'm so happy that our paths crossed. Be sure to subscribe to the mailing list so you never miss an episode. Go to rokeevents.com forward slash podcast. You will also get my freebie download on how to manifest the very best day. Cannot wait to meet you here again. Have a good one.